0: listening to the black variant black variant on RNC radio 123 i am the exile joined by 1017 van with the god ladies and gentlemen we're here yeah, to yeah. give you the latest and greatest encounter news but before that before we do that obviously we're going to continue to bullshit like we just were before this oh uh, why the fuck is apollo cruising in uchiha what the fuck is going on whatever
1: what's his gimmick bro <laughs> i
0: right, listen man you are the wrong listen if you want to talk more about nxt go listen to the, <laughs> the war, war report,
1: report. on the, the a show network yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can hear Cyrus like vibrating mad sometimes. It's the best thing ever. I'm so sorry, Cyrus. I Cyrus sighs
1: but... on that show. It's so funny to me. <laughs> it's
0: just like, it's just a heavy, deep, spiritual sigh. Disappointment you know sigh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, uh, um, fuck. What else? What has happened in the world, actually? I feel like it's been a while since we talked about real life shit. That's also a good thing because that means no one has died, or, you know, it's not a lot of people have died or something like right, that.
1: Right. It's a mass thing going on, but. Um,
0: um what's what what what's the most harmless shit to happen in the last two or three weeks?
1: Oh, you see them niggas try to misdirect an Android, an asteroid, I mean. Hold up, what? Yeah. <laughs> hey, ex, where have you been, bro? <laughs> where have you been? Wait, what? Yeah. So they've been testing this technology to see if they can like um like redirect asteroids from if like crashing.
0: Can- if they can blink an asteroid, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, and
1: it worked though. That's the thing. <laughs> it was able to uh, change its path by setting something up and crashing into it.
0: These, what the. Welcome to the future. I'm live long enough to see Superman, Batman, public enemies become real. Exactly. What the fuck? That's
1: probably what they got the inspiration for, be honest.
0: Uh, I don't. <laughs> but yeah, that's what they've been doing all week. I, don't, I can't believe you ever seen this. Did they what's the name of the system was what, is the acronym of the system D-I-K-E-E-M-B-E? <laughs> like the nope. Kimbe? Like come shit. on, man. <laughs> the, the Matumbo protocol. Uh oh the shit, the GTA 6 hack happened. Oh shit, yeah. A seven yeah. It, it, listen, apparently there was it was a group of people, but like the only person who has been arrested so far is a 17 year old from London. Oh youth, man. Shout out to you know, Van. If we've learned anything in the month of September, right, mm-hmm. is that a white British person will ruin literally everything.
1: <laughs> I just want to know: the cuz really think he was going to get away with this? Like, what is his
0: game plan? Yeah, here's the thing about it, right? Um, when generally, you know, as people who are not, you know, we're not going to sit here and say like we're we're experienced criminals and nothing like that. But people, you know, two people who have dabbled in a little bit of criminality from here and now. <laughs> exactly. um, we're not usually when you do some when you do a crime when you do an illegal right, uh, you generally don't admit that shit on the internet. Right. Um So for someone to admit that shit immediately after on the internet, um, yeah, you deserve that shit, my boy. I have no, I have no sympathy for you. Um, You, you're not supposed to ever admit your crimes in 4K,
1: right? Yeah, bro. But you know what? It is a lot of people just be wanting the glory for the shit they do, but like.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know what? You know I value more than glory, Van? What's that? Freedom, like a real American. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather be <laughs> not in shackles, not in chains. I, I, you know, I really, I, you know, this whole liberty thing, kind of nice. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I, I kind of prefer to be like that. Speaking of people who don't have liberty, Puerto Rico's underwater. Yeah, man. It's, it's, and it's, it's unfortunate. I think parts of the island is now getting power again, which is really, really good. Um, I really hope if you know, and just for clear for pure clarity please do not donate to the red cross to help out puerto rico please yeah. do not donate to fema to help out puerto rico i thought
1: we learned this lesson with katrina and shit man
0: and i thought we learned this lesson with Claw john oh, being blues with the whole fucking world yeah. during the haiti
1: earthquake Ten- you ever seen that picture of him when he's on the ducati in his drawers what's up with him man <laughs> oh, what he on g wait what <laughs> <laughs> It came out around the time. Of the I've learned Haitian so
0: thing. much about this shit, bro.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yo, I'm just, teaching, I'm just teaching people today, man. So there's a picture of him leaked out during that whole thing saying that oh. he spent the, the hate relief money on a bike. But the picture oh. of him on the bike is him and his drawers on the bike.
0: I remember this mm-hmm. on some Bruce Wayne shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember this shit. Never mind. Why Wyclef Fuck. Sean. Yeah, that's why the fucking Fuji's reunion tour got canceled too. Fuck that nigga. Yeah,
1: exactly. Lauren Hill too, man. I went to go see her one time. She did performing till 1130.
0: 30. I'm cool. Listen, what so like quick question was that before or after the reports came out of how late she was? <laughs> this was uh before. This was before. This is before, before. Really All, right. Yeah. All, All right. All right. So, so this was really before. Yeah. So like you yeah. can be forgiven for buying the tickets. But everyone who bought a Lauren Hill ticket after maybe the year 2014, that's on you, my boy. I don't yeah, know,
1: bro. She was out there performing like techno versions of like uh, <laughs> "Killing Me Softly" and shit. I'm like, get me the fuck out of here.
0: boo, yeah, yeah. boo, big trash. Uh, also, wanted to take a second to express solidarity with the people of Iran who are protesting because a woman was murdered by the. It, they're literally called the morality police, and I had to Google this to make sure I wasn't crazy. Uh, but yeah, there's literally like, like no, the it's just 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 straight. The, that's just straight. The name of the department, the morality wow. police.
1: That's crazy.
0: Sound like some cartoon shit doesn't it it does
1: it sound like some some i don't know some cartoon yeah cartoon villain
0: yeah but like the literally the morality the morality police beat beat a woman to death while in custody um for not properly wearing her head covering so we express solidarity with everybody protesting in Iran and hopefully all of y'all get out of jail eventually um that's, that's crazy that's crazy but you know it's nice to see you know People rising up all over the world. I saw something about Argentina today. I saw something about Puerto Rico today. I saw something about Haiti today. Listen, people, man.
1: People getting fed up, man.
0: I am so glad and happy to see everyone throwing off the shackles of their colonizers. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And not celebrating one like this whole fucking Western civilization was doing for my entire birth month. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for my entire birth month. That was pretty rough. I had to watch them glorify some old white lady for my entire birth month, can y'all can y'all imagine? Let's take a second and imagine how X felt, how X wanted to be venerated uh-huh. for his birth month. You wanna know what I had to do? I had to suffer two two indignities. Not only did Moneybag X have to suffer through the glorification of some old white lady all month, I had to go without Premier League soccer. All right, man. Which is the real crime in all of this? So let's real, be real. That's the that's the greatest crime of the 21st. Century. Fuck a GTA six hack.
1: Yeah. You were fuck, robbed.
0: Fuck the Demon Jets out in London. You know what Gr- I'm saying. Granted, come back. Do we play Man City after this whole thing? Yeah, hey, man. Let's not talk set about up that. Let's not talk about you that. Set man. Up, man. Can we actually? No, I want to go back to being poor for a second. Cut the music. Cut the music. All right, man. Um, if y'all see me angry tweeting at su- Sunday morning, approximately 9 a.m. Eastern or Central time, please mind your business. Don't pay me no mind. I'm just screaming into the void. All right, man. I just yeah. want to. I just want to say that real quick, man. It's don't be bad, man. don't pay
1: me... T- bury me. Bury us softly, hollering. Bury
0: us the, softly. The, Hey, yo, brothers in the hyperbolic time chamber, just 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 watching game film right now. I am sick.
1: Exactly.
0: Android seventeen looking motherfucker. You want to get into dead shots? <laughs> yeah, let's jump in. Let's jump in. Um. Uh, so, man, I have a question for you. Yeah. Does Avatar? I do mean James Cameron Avatar. I don't mean oh, I don't I don't skinny mean skinny blue people. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't mean Ang Avatar. You feel me? Okay. Does Avatar hold cultural revel- relevance? Mm-hmm. Do you agree? Avatar oh, holds cultural <laughs> <Fuck> Yeah. <no>. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never seen them nigga cosplay as Avatar, nigga. Because like James Cameron's did basically like. Said a report about it, or said something. Had a blurb to say about it. But honestly, I'm not gonna really. I really don't care what you yeah, said about the about this, right? But I will say this: if if me and you both agree, because I also agree, that Avatar does not hold any cultural relevance. It was bro. it was cool for one moment. Once you tell a bunch of motherfuckers that it's this really cool thing that they're now enjoying right now, they're not they're not gonna get another one for a decade. Then yeah, the the excitement kind of dies. You know maybe reaches it is, even so... negative levels, right?
1: Yeah. I was about to say, just you know what it is too. Like it's known for just making a lot of money, but outside of that, what do you really know about the movie? It looked, it looks, it looks cool. Yeah, yeah.
0: It, it looked cool until you know we saw the tail sex, and that was just which was fucking weird. Man. Still a little bit weird. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. Still a bit weird. But you know, I grew up watching Star Trek. I've seen all type of races do weird sex things. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you played like, Mass Effect. You yeah, we've goes. we've all done that. Come on now, let's let's yeah. let's let's not cap here. But but to this point, right? I'm I'm saying all to say this. If it's something that holds such cultural significance, so little, like Avatar, can put out a re-release a decade after the original one and still gross more than Don't Worry Darling, maybe we're wrong, Van. Because yeah. this weekend, the Avatar re-release earned more money at the box office than WB Tempo Film Don't Worry Darling by director Olivia Wilde.
1: First of all, this is this is who one Warner Brothers their, uh, hedged their bets on this 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 movie,
0: and I've seen that scene that's on the timeline. Oh, my God. I don't know what scene you're talking about, Um, uh, but, but I yes. did recently re- read a tweet about how Olivia Wilde cut all the black and brown people out of the movie besides the one pivotal scene. Mm-hmm. Besides, yes, man, everything I've heard about Olivia Wilde just keeps getting worse. I'm not fucking with her, bro. I'm like, not
1: fucking
0: with her. It just keeps getting worse. Like, Listen, man, if you want to engage in a little bit of infidelity, as long as no one's forcing the other person to engage with that shit, Cool. I don't care. Y'all consenting adults. But everything that's come out after that is actually objectively horrible. From the shy of the buff shit, to the cutting black and brown people out of the movie, to beefing with your main star. Like,
1: It's like, nothing redeeming has been said about her in this whole thing, man. Shit is crazy.
0: Nothing redeeming about her or the movie. Because I ain't heard heard a single good thing. Matter of fact, shout out to the homie Marjani. He said that Don't Worry Darling was basically if a white woman may get out. And I have been crying.
1: Yeah, I'm
0: cringing for, at that for three hours.
1: I'm cringing at the thought of that. Like, I don't even <laughs> want that around me. That's crazy.
0: Dog, that's, that's insane. How you get dwarf? How you get sung by Avatar, bro? Like
1: a re-release, bro.
0: Not even the good Avatar. Like I can see if they put like like can you imagine if they put out like the the finale movie of Avatar with him facing. Uh, Zuko's Papa in the in the finale, and you see in Zuko versus Azul. If they put that shit out in theaters right now, hard, yeah. I think it would make thirty million dollars in a weekend. I can right? see that too. Yeah. Right, but this wasn't that Avatar. This is the fuck out of here Avatar. This was the Avatar everyone says, like, man, fuck out of here. Like this is the, this is the Avatar everyone disregards. Right, you mm-hmm. still lost to this.
1: You know what I realized the whole Avatar thing is old people.
0: Old what do you people, mean by
1: that, sir? I feel like old people really are into the Avatar thing. That's <laughs> why we don't see any hoopla. It has to be you see all this hoopla on no, I mean no hoopla online, but it makes millions of dollars. It has to be old people, man. Hey, man, listen.
0: Only I feel the same way about Titanic. This is Absolutely. a big, important movie. Jay, this is the James Cameron special, a yeah. big, important movie. It will make a lot of money, and he will disappear for another decade. I mean,
1: you like Titanic?
0: No. Me either. <laughs> I've never, like, and, and mind you, I've never actually like, sat down and watched it all the way through. And this is the, and this is the me, a grown man, who watches the Batman regularly. <laughs> right. This is so me, you, a grown man. Length, yeah. yeah, this is me, a grown man, who who's a big fan of the Snyder Cut, a four-hour movie. I refuse to sit down and watch Titanic for three and a half hours or four hours, however long that fucking movie is. You might as well tell me to watch Lord of the Rings. That's even worse. Not real shit. Whew. Shout you, shout but shout out to everybody who's still fucking with rings of power. Most sh- I learned the cast um, put out like a joint statement denouncing the racism around the show. So shout out to them. We oh, um, always
1: have to do this, man.
0: I listen. The app. We live in a society. Um, I don't mean to sound like Arthur Fleck, but like we live <laughs> in society. where like, we reward the absolute bare minimum. Was it cool? The cast said this. I was a fucking loser. But like I feel like I shouldn't have to applaud whenever someone says racism bad. Like oh my god. <laughs> So brave, so strong. <laughs> yeah, like, so, so, you know, that's enough activism for today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Um, speaking of nice, pleasant things in life, though, did you watch The Last of Us trailer, man? I did, bro. How man, you feel I about got, it?
1: All the feels came back to me from playing the first game, man. Like, it looks amazing. Yo, Pedro Pascal is gonna kill this. He might win something for this, to be honest with you.
0: If he doesn't, I will be so surprised. But, like, has, has a, a zombie movie ever won shit at the Oscars? No. Nine. Has The Walking Dead ever won an Emmy?
1: That's interesting. Let me do my googles real quick. Well, let's go google real quick.
0: Yeah. Has The Walking Dead Emmy When Emmy. Emmy? We're about to find this shit out because here on the Black let's Variant see. we do our we googles. Do our, we
1: do our homework over there. Okay, uh, they do
0: have any Emmy wins. Damn. Oh wait, up. Actually, take the back. There's only two of them. Let me go back down.
1: No, they got 70 wins, bro.
0: 70? That's what I'm reading. I am on the Emmy website, and these motherfuckers say 16 awards and nominations. Oh, yeah,
1: two wins. Two wins. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Two wins. All right, cool. Hold up. Let me make sure. They're both for makeup. Okay, so zombie things win things for makeup. Well, they don't win shit for acting. It's a replayed <laughs> it award. <laughs> 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 uh, but... Uh, Sir Lady Mormont, because yes, she is still a Lady Mormont to me. Giant killer, yo, the giant killer. She is still she. She's in this. She looks great. Um, shout to Storm Reed, who has gotten a bag from like each and every franchise over the last five years. Shout Shout to her. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. It looks great. It looks really, really good. And. Yeah, Pedro Pascal is him. I don't know what to say about that. Man. They
1: got the clickers right too. Like I thought that was that was. know.
0: I, yo, I F- thought that day. they were gonna sim- simplify that shit. But like, I'm also yep. trying. I'm also gonna you know wait a second to see how the CGI turns out at the end because you know we've been bambo- bamboozled by trailers before. It's happened. All right. All right. Um, speaking of being bamboozled by trailers, Namor, to I actually don't know how to say his first name. Tanok. noke, the man who plays. I, go ahead.
1: I was just going to say Tanakh. That's what it yeah. looks like.
0: Tonight, I think it's Herta or Hate. I don't know how to say this name, bro. Just, yeah. yeah, there we go. Thank you. Uh, says Namor is a mutant in the MCU. Um, I saw someone that said that technically makes him the first mutant in the MCU. Um, but I thought Ms. Marvel was technically the first mainline mutant in the MCU. Because um, apparently we're not counting Professor X, who was in Doctor Strange.
1: Right, right, right. Or
0: Evan Peters, who was Quicksilver, which I'm counting that shit. I don't give a fuck about no Ralph Boner. <laughs> um,
1: I guess Ms. Marvel would be the first, like, announced mutant, but, like, I guess if we're just MCU timeline-wise, it would be Namor, because he's mad old. Mm-hmm. So I get that.
0: Uh, yeah, I guess it technically would be Namor, but also, like, I don't... I'm gonna keep it real with you. Namor is a character who, like him being a mutant, does nothing for me. I don't understand why he is a mutant. Like, bro, you're already Atlantean. You don't get the like. You don't get another plight. Like,
1: yeah, that's already your power boost, man. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: like, like that's like making Aquaman a mutant. You can already lift a continent, bro. Like, what are we doing here?
1: <laughs> right, right. It's not. And plus, the thing is, he doesn't team up with the X Men at all. So, what? does He it really, you know, they
0: absolutely pick and choose when they want to care about him being part of the X Men. Because like the Joss Whedon or, or like the right before X Men versus Avengers or Avengers versus X Men whatever the Bendis uh, book was, um, before that like he was in the X Men he was kicking it with them he when he, they were living in San Francisco and shit and then ever since Avengers versus X Men he has not been even seen on Krakoa. Yeah, like, that's what I'm
1: saying I think he was at uh, I think he was at um, Hellfire Gala. You know what I mean? But that's just to get fits off. Yeah, so there, is everybody the in their mama. Like, exactly. That, that,
0: them, the storm's not important um but yeah i don't i really don't i don't it doesn't really do anything for me it doesn't really like it's not really pertinent to the story either you know what i'm saying like so i'm not i don't care (laughs) the nicest the nicest way i'm trying to say this i don't care um but things i do care about is this is actually an end of an era um james earl jones has officially stepped back from the role of darth vader um, and he signed an agreement with Disney or Lucasfilm rather um, on using his like archival voice recordings to keep Vader alive and to like revitalize his voice by like CGI means. Um, and this came out during an article for um, a Vanity Fair article when she talked about the company that uh, Lucasfilm uses to like do the voice work and like do the aging like all that CGI shit for like Mando for like Luke Skywalker's face and whatnot. They're a Ukrainian company, and they were sending out these files literally while they were being bombed.
1: That's insane!
0: Like that, they, you, bro, you are being blitzkrieged, and you were sending out Luke Skywalker voiceovers.
1: Niggas using kill streaks. Niggas sending over files,
0: Crazy. bro. That's that's insane. Um, but like apparently the, the articles that said like Disney put no like pressure on them. Like John Favreau was like, bro, what the fuck are y'all doing? Go home. Go find your fat motherfucker! Aren't you a refugee now? Like,
1: right, right.
0: Um, but yeah, how do you feel about like, this? Is a like I haven't seen a lot of news about this, but like, this is a big fucking deal, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I think it's the biggest deal because like, this has he been playing this character since forever? The dawn of time, it feels like. You know what I mean? So I
0: think like only one other person has like voiced him, and like that's um actually let me see who his voice actor for Battlefront is because I think that's oh, the yeah. only other person to voice him. Like, let's see. That's where's the where's the cast of this goddamn game? Battlefront two characters. Give me one second. I'm gonna find I think it's Matt Wood or some shit like that.
1: That sounds familiar.
0: Vader. Scott Lawrence, my bad. Scott
1: Lawrence.
0: Um, uh, but Scott Lawrence, yeah, I think Scott Lawrence is the only person to like voice him for any like extended or relatively extended period of time. You know what I'm saying? Oh, um, man. so like. I just also think it's a bit weird that instead of like just getting someone else to voice his voice, they decided to go the CGI route. Which, like, I guess if you really want to keep the authenticity, but like if you're really worried about authenticity, why are we giving it to to basically an AI?
1: And I'm nervous <laughs> about the whole AI thing. You know, I I seen Terminator. I know how these AI things go. You know yeah, what I
0: mean? but, but um, like,
1: it's. I mean, I guess if you get in the bag for it, then
0: yeah. I I mean, I, the only thing I will say is like they did use it for Obi Wan, and none of us were the wiser. Yeah, yeah. Like we, we had no fucking out. like they if they had never told us this, we would have never known. Yeah, we would have just James over Jones was doing the shit on his de- up until like he got in his deathbed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so oh, Matt
1: Wood, voice of Grievous in those games. So you were right.
0: Oh, ah, I was close. I was close. Um, but yeah, that's that's insane. But let's get into more Star Wars stuff while we have the moment. Andor, have you watched it, man?
1: I haven't, bro. Tell me all about it. You haven't? I haven't. I haven't had How? time. How? Wow. I haven't had time. Yeah. Okay. Um,
0: the opener of the show is cold. I have basically it's it's it starts off with Andor and a Yeah, there's no way nice way to say it, a whorehouse. house. Okay. Um and he in base and these like these two dickhead dudes, like basically security dudes, or, or like the local police basically are sitting around giving him shit. And he's trying to be like, Bro, I'm not even here for you, dickhead. Like I'm really trying not to get in no trouble you really not letting me do that but he talks to the person he's looking for his sister they dip out of the they dip out of the um the whorehouse he goes because he he didn't find her um the dudes follow him basically try to shake him down right um and ends up whooping his ass whooping the ass but during the ass whooping he not accidentally kills one of the two guards
1: oh shit um
0: which i don't know how because he hit him with a regular ass headbutt Maybe he fell wrong, or maybe like he shoved it like. Because I know like there's a certain way. Like if you if you punch somebody in a certain angle and they know like the shit will go into their brain. Maybe that happened. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but like he killed one of them in an accident, and the other one was just sitting there like, well, fuck, like
1: <laughs> you're going to jail, buddy.
0: <laughs> Not even you're going to jail. He was like, well, like we'll we'll say it was an accident. Like we can. He was trying to work on the alibi, and there was like, nah, bro, straight to the dome. It was cold. Damn. It was cold. That's why I, like the, the the meme I posted on Friday. I start or last ones that started off as a shooter. That, like, that's why <laughs> that's why I posted that. Shout out to Nudie. Uh, oh my God. But like that is it's basically like the born Star Wars. You okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. um, it hasn't gotten too much into his backstory yet. And it got it has the professor from the first two Thor movies. You know what I'm oh, saying? Right, right. And he basically like not his handler, but like his mentor. Um, but it's a re- you know, it's a really it's it's literally like a the Born Star Wars. It's the exact same thing. Um and it's TV14, which I think this is the first Star Wars show to be TV14 ever, which is, which is good. Yeah, like which is really episode. good. Um they're getting real deep spy espionage shit. I really like it. The first ep- three episodes are basically him escaping from where he worked from where he currently lives. Um we learned that his characters from an indigenous population were like they didn't they didn't experience any uh, like civilized society until like they Randomly found like the Empire wreck on the on the planet one day, and like he went in and never came out because scavengers were also there, and basically one of them raised him. Also, something I two and two I put together. Andor's mother figure in the show is motherfucking Aunt Petunia from Harry Potter. Oh, where has
1: she been? Oh
0: wow, I I, she's like she's she's apparently she's been booked and busy this entire time. But like, yeah, it's Aunt Petunia from Harry Potter. She's good in the show. Don't get me wrong, I just. It's really weird to see like a ner- like a nurturing mother figure after I've seen her terrorize Daniel <laughs> Radcliffe for th- my the entire eons. life. Yeah. That's <laughs> Whatever. Um, but Andrews are really like if you have the time and like start like this is a show for someone who just like spy through their shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. You can completely forget like Star Wars is involved and be completely tapped into the show. Um, there's not like a I'm not even sure like if the if like all, like there's a how can I? This is weird. So there is it's a corporate planet, which means the corporation that runs this planet basically have their own police patrolling shit, like their own division, their own law enforcement. Um, One of the law, law enforcement basically catches like becomes the wiser about like and or, and or kill two people. And but this his supervisor was like, all right. So like, yeah, they got they both got murdered. Right. But also, um, they were spotted at a whorehouse. They weren't supposed to be at drinking at some shit. They weren't supposed to be able to afford in a district that was not their assignment. Um, they were obviously doing some shit that we shouldn't report. So I'm willing to just let this go. Officer, dickhead, though, decides <laughs> he don't want to let this go. This this is like this is for the that sake of the trial. yeah. This is for the sake of the empire. Two yeah. officers were murdered. We must do something about this. Yeah. Um, but but he trying to. Yeah, he's trying to be all indignant and shit and whatnot. I'm sitting there like, I can't take this nigga seriously because he's. Have you ever seen Gilmore Girls? I have. Don't you no, know, I'm not judging you. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but like, he's giving Kirk from Gilmore Girls. Oh, like, boy. Scout. Yeah, yeah. So like, none, like, not even boy scout, just a weirdo. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Yeah, you know, like nothing about him gives me like puts fear in my heart. Even like, and it's an institutional as an institutional white dickhead. Like mm-hmm. he puts no fear in my heart, and that's the point of him though. He's a he's a fucking bumbling idiot weighing over his head, hunting down some revolutionaries, bro. Like no, like fuck out of here.
1: <laughs> he's about to get clapped. He's, oh, he's getting
0: clapped. No, there's a scene in the third episode where like he basically links up with someone else who is also basically like a fascist. Um mm-hmm. uh, and, and is encouraging his officers basically to commit bu- police brutality when they go out there to look for Andor right um and like the officer get like the the, the 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 I don't know fascist in training gives a speech to his men and like gets them really riled up and excited about to go brutalize people and shit like that yeah. and then officer Dickhead gives up and gives the most sad not sad but just 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 a nothing ass speech. Just, just bumbles his way through, just like so, you know, um Trump we shit. should we should go out. Not even Trump should just we should go out there and play hard for the glory of the empire. Um there there's not a better group of men. I'd rather be around. Mind you, he just met these niggas. Yeah, real generic. The, yeah, yeah. Just like the most generic ass with no with no charisma, no confidence, no nothing while saying that shit, right? Mm. Uh and like they just gave at the end, they give him a pity clap, just a like pity <laughs> clap. Good job, good effort, yeah. Not even good effort, just like, yeah, okay, you tried, you know what I'm saying? Like that. Like off the stage, dude. yeah, like basically, like <laughs> but saying. like the show is really good. Once again, if you if you're not a Star Wars guy, like spy thrillers are your shit. Like, if you grew up watching 24 and you like that shit, you'd like this show. If you grew up watching the boring movies, you'd like this show. Like, this mm-hmm. is something for you. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I can't wait to check it out. Yeah, when you get a chance, tap in and smoke a little right before you do. Because it just makes it makes the it makes the experience just a bit better. Like, um yeah. you ready to get into this week in comics? Yeah. What you been tapping into my brother.
1: <laughs> Yo, man. Shout out to everybody still reading Daredevil. He my niggas, we here, you know what I mean? And, and it's a little insider. Scoops. Um, they bought the up the annie, man. They bought up the Ooh. Some shit is happening.
0: Scoop. Scoop, please.
1: Uh huh, uh huh. Um, I had to go back. I didn't know they did a season two for Naomi, the comic. What? I didn't. I didn't know that. This is
0: oh yeah, name. I think you came in like six months ago or some
1: shit like that. I didn't know this. I see it in the, the fucking store, and I was like, oh shit, this is this would be a cool cop. So I picked that up. It's okay. It's okay so far. You know, um, I'm still like a few issues behind on that, so I'm catching up. Mm-hmm. But um, that's heat. Shout out to Naomi. Um, <laughs> I caught up on a. Batman versus Robin.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> what's going on with these niggas, man? Why they can't get along?
0: I so like apparently Damien has been possessed by like the 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 demon, like a, a literal demon jet. Yeah. Um it's but like and I like the like don't get me wrong, it's a good book. Like it actually, like, e- even through the magical bullshit, like they're actually exploring the relationship between Damien and Bruce and whatnot. Um, but with all that being said, right. Why why are we getting a Batman story about the about the fate of the whole magical well of the planet Earth? Like, yeah. there wasn't another character that could get the story. Like, I just I like don't get me wrong. I'm here for a good Batman versus Robin book, but like, I feel like this is a book that definitely could have been served by like a Constantine or like yeah. a Zatanna or like a Madam Xanadu or a Dead Man or some shit like Dr. that. Doctor Fate. Doctor Fate. Like th- this book could have gone to a, a plethora of other characters. But it went to Batman. That's my problem. Yeah. Um,
1: uh, even Wonder Woman. Like even
0: even yo, Wonder Woman would have been great for this. Would have yeah, been perfect, baby. actually. Um, uh, but yeah, we got Batman. So exactly.
1: Um, I finally read uh One Bad Day, Riddler, Ooh, Tom King it? and Mitch Mitch McGarris. He can't miss, bro, in my eyes, like you know, Tom Queen King, still war criminal, yeah. You know I mean, that'll never <laughs> change. But he's a pretty good writer, so <laughs> I'll give him that.
0: Is he a war criminal? Yeah, but he's a damn good one. <laughs>
1: Challenge it? Yo,
0: will be a war criminal. Be the best. You know what I mean? <laughs> Don't come in second,
1: you know? What I, mean? uh, I read the Two-Face one, too. That was pretty good. Um, I kind of like the one bad day thing where, I like, just shows where shit went left for them. That was pretty fire.
0: I think that's... like We, we were, like, weary of it when it went it first job because like, we didn't yeah. know, like, this, just one big Batman events are happening and some shit like that, but... Um... This is really good. Like, yeah. all these one shots seem like thought out and planned and cared for, and like the writers actually gave a shit when they woke up one day to decide to write them. Yeah. Um, and notice there hasn't been a Joker one,
1: hasn't, but I'm almost positive
0: that's the I feel like it's going to be the last one, but uh, um, like, even, but even with all that, bro, like they're all really like Tom Taylor did the the Shot Ghoul one was actually really good. Um, uh, goddamn. There's a one for Bane. There's one for Mister Freeze. Like all of these are really good, bro. Once again, we could say here in Slender Batman books, like we just did, because Batman shouldn't be in a fucking magic book right now. But like the problem with putting Batman in all these books is they're fucking good. It raises the ceiling. They're like if they're all good. That's the problem. All like if they were
1: asked, I would have a real issue. But they're good, man. So
0: yeah, if they were asked, like the thousands of Spider-Man books over at Marvel.
1: <laughs> Close your eyes and pick one But um, This this next one This is going to be my last one This one hurts I don't even want to take it there with this book But I got to I Take it there So Black Adam man Shout out to Christopher Priest Legend Absolute legend man You know I don't want to disrespect the OG So I'm going to lead with love You know so, <laughs> Christopher Priest Amazing writer But yo man You got to get some young black niggas Writing these books man Black people don't talk like how they're portraying us in these books. Talk about it. You know? talk about Yo, it. Yo, homeboy, hippity hop. You know what I mean? We, they talk like we, um they talk how rapper's delight sounds. You know what, <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> it's like we don't speak like this. Like we speak in a certain, we all, you know, we speak in a certain vernacular, you know, use certain things. But like, come on, we don't talk like this, man. This is yeah. why you need some young niggas in there, man.
0: We need, so. Like, let's let's take a second to talk about that and like just the 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 generations of black writers we have now, mm-hmm. um because like it, we're clearly getting to a point where like the the Reggie Hudlins or like, Christopher Priest and like the basically the Dwayne McDuffie class of writers is basically like, aging out of the demographic they used to serve basically All right, right? Uh, basically, and once again through no fault of their own, um and we having we're have we have some new black and brown writers to to step up and um. I have a hot take, a little bit of one. I think Vida Ayala has probably put out the best Miles Morales book since Bendis stopped writing it. And that's no dig to Saladin Amit, who came on the show. Shout out to him. He did a great job. Um, but Vida Ayala did something in static because Vida Ayala is someone who is closer to that demographic. Therefore, it gets the character more. They all remember right. doing all the things, you know, besides the, you know electrocuting people um <laughs> things in high school that static like, is going through, right? And it, it's and it wasn't so long ago that it's hard for them to remember. We need like obviously we can literally can't get a 17 year old writing a Malice Morales book because child labor laws. Um <laughs> I mean we could I mean C B Subowski did it. Why not? Yeah, exactly. um but like the can we please at least put a concerted effort into doing getting the closest one possible or getting the closest one possible and like on your payroll or within your network or something like that. Because I'm keeping real with you, a lot of these the books starting black and brown people seem horribly half assed,
1: yeah, 100%. And I'm gonna be real with you like, I wouldn't have a problem with these, like, more um, you know, older writers or writing like uh, a Black Lightning or like uh, a Blue Marvel book or yep. like an older hero, a John Stewart book, somebody like that. But, like, when you put them on these young characters, it's kind of hard for the younger generation to, co- to connect with them because they don't talk like that. It doesn't have the jokes that the youth forget, you know? Yeah. I mean? Like, things like that, little nuanced stuff like that.
0: And, like, don't get me wrong. I, sh- I like, shout out to someone like Saladin I met who, when he took out Miles Morales, was like, all right, so, like, obviously, I'm not a 17 year old black kid from Brooklyn. Uh, so what do y'all think Miles Brown will listen to? And he actually incorporated that in the book. And yeah. like, what? And he asked, like, what are some of the hobbies y'all do now these days? And niggas told him about Fortnite, and Fortnite like was in the book or some shit like that, right? Like, I appreciate writers like that who, you, even when they know they're out of their depth, they at least try to connect with the fans to make it a better experience for them. Right. But like, there's also a lot of writers out there who just tell you to eat a dick. Like, yeah, exactly. And, and won't think twice about it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and unfortunately, Brian Michael Bendis was one of them <laughs> towards the end of his Miles Morales run. Uh... Evil ball, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was my that was my sub for the week. Give young black writers a chance, just like exactly. my man's here. You feel me? Yep. Uh, you want to get the House and Dragons? Gee. <laughs> <laughs> Gee. Is this, this the episode? Is this is the episode of the time skip 10-year time jump? Yeah. Which man. makes you think these motherfuckers are older than they are, but like they're actually just like 28 and 29. Like not <laughs> like even old, bro. They're not old at all, bro. They're they're, sure they're like, bro, 24, like. bro, they're literally your age. Like yeah. <laughs> old to be going through all these issues. Yeah, know? like they going through all. I mean, I guess like life was accelerated, so basically they're in their mid-30s by now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, House of Dragons, 10-year time jump. Uh, the episode opens. Literally, the first thing you see is Rhaenyra giving birth to her third child, um, who was promptly named Joffrey. Um, and that we learned bears a striking, striking resemblance to a Sir Harwin Strong, who is coincidentally Rhaenyra's personal protector from the King's Guard. Um, and mind you both Rainier and her husband have platinum blonde hair Platinum blonde hair bro right uh-huh. um but like right after giving birth right she Rainier gets all of 10 texts to hold the baby before one of the maids come in and say hey um don't mean to you know kill the vibe or anything like that uh but Queen Allison has requested the child be brought to her um so Rainier, like the G she is got up. Hasn't even been stitched up yet. Got up off her birthing bed and walked her ass up the steps of King Landing so Allison could see her fucking child. I respect she,
1: her for taking it herself,
0: though. I respect her to being like, you you going to play games with me? You're going to do it to my face. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Um, and shout out to Allison, because she did it exactly to her face. Um, bring the Brought the child to her personal quarters. The King K band kissed the baby looking like half-deaf. Uh, um, one arm, bro. With one, like, so, like, here's the crazy thing, right? I'm not sure if they'll get to it. We'll probably get to it later. But does the king have one arm, or has so much of his arm regressed, like there's a just a nub inside of his shirt? Because it looks like there's some type of bulge I think in it's there. Half,
1: cut half cut off.
0: Like, yeah, arm's
1: probably gone, bro.
0: Yeah, like that's why I was thinking, like, because there's still like a like he still has an elbow in the shirt. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, queen, queen Allison. I guess we wanted to see if the child was a boy. Um it was a boy. Rhaenyra birthed three sons straight.
1: They all look like Harwin, bro. They Every all one of them.
0: They all look like Harwin. Um and after this, you know what I'm saying, Allison tries to convince Viserys um that all Rhaenyra's children are obviously illegitimate uh which you know, she's not wrong. Uh but what she said no. What she say? Sick, he's trying. Maybe one day you'll get
1: one that looks like you. <laughs> That's sick. She's, that sick. Is, Yo, she's so evil now. I don't that is
0: that. that is she's such a hater, bro. Yeah, man. Um, but like she's basically living Wilde. Um, Allison tried to convince Viserys, but you know, obviously, a father would never exile his daughter while he's king. Um, and obviously Allison storms off all of huffy and puffy after this, talking to her can't new getting
1: away with this. Hey, her
0: hey, her new confidant, Sir Kristen Cole, bitch of the year, man. Whole, whole bit whole nigga of the year, dog. Yeah. Allison speaks to Sir Kristen Cole about Rainier's kids, talking about how everyone can obviously see the truth or won't acknowledge it at least. Um, and Kristen Cole took this as a chance to show a little bit of initiative. Um, after that, we get I don't know sparring, night training, whatever you want to call it. Of all the, ra- the royal children, which um, are six now, ra- Allison has three kids. Um, and I want to make sure I get their names right. Because honestly, I'm getting their names right once. And well, we know not- Aegon. We know Aegon, right? Helena? House of Dragon. Oh, I'm yeah. Versus. It's
1: Aegon, Helena, and Amon. Those are yeah. Allison's children.
0: And then where's the ringer? Because the ringer actually had a breakdown of everybody's names and shit and which dragon they ride and yeah. whatnot. With...
1: Reneira's sons are Jace.
0: Jace-Syrus? Yeah. Um yeah, we got okay from Appleton, we have Aegon, Helena, and Amond. Yeah. Um for Rhaenyra and quote unquote Laner. Um we have Jace Serius, Lucerius, and Joffrey. Um, Joffrey was the born who was ba- the baby that was born in this episode. Yep. Um, so during night training, obviously the baby's not participating because, you know, just birthed. Um, but they noticed that, you know, Aegon was getting preferential treatment. And Sir Harwin Strong said something about it to Sir Kristen Cole, the first mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sir Kristen Cole proceeded to be like, you know what? Aegon, you want to bully your cousin? Would you would you like to bully your cousin? Fuck it, let's bully your cousin. Jay Sirius, who is horribly bad at anything with a sword, got his ass whooped by Aegon. He tried and though. He tried. He tried to defend himself. And Sir Kristen Cole was like, Damn, that's crazy. You you know, you show a lot of care about that kid getting his ass whooped in front of you. What are you, his father or something? Um, and Harwin Strong proceeds to punch the shot of Sir Kristen Cole. <laughs> you know, and it's funny? Fr- I'll In front of the to, king.
1: You know it's so funny? I'll listen to the Castle Black podcast. You guys should definitely check check them out. And one of the... uh I think Chica Supreme on there, she said, all Harwin had to do is, like, say, Kristen, you sure they aren't yours, brother? <laughs>
0: like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and flip it on him, because brown hair also. Yeah, like, I... <sighs> I don't, don't, maybe I don't know what it is in me, Van. Is it the blackness? Is it the, is it the rough exterior? Is it the trauma? I don't know. But like everything, Sir Christian Cole said was relatively horribly tame, Um, and something that's some shit that could have just been brushed off. Sir Harwin though had to react. But also, he dies later in the episode, so we know he wasn't really that important. His, just the circumstances surrounding him were important. and as you guess, Sir Harwin has been banished from the King's Guard after this, and escorted back to Hall, where he's from. Also, Harwin is the son of the Hand of the King, Lionel. Yeah. Um, that. Well, apo-
1: well, I want to apologize too. I thought
0: he was a bitch, but he's a, he's an honorable man. He was a real nigga. Yeah. He was a real nigga. Let's take be back. I'm he sorry. He was a he was a real ass nigga. He was the only hand of the king that was worth worth a good goddamn. Um, but uh, Lionel also has another son named Larys laris is who i learned is basically the official torturer of the king um so he gets to like basically cut motherfuckers tongues off and dicks off and shit like that if you're into that
1: of course the nigga with the club foot
0: man yeah, yeah so people. so basically after this happens rainier has to go talk to the king and whatnot um and she hears basically people talking over talking about her in the background saying like you know like we know her kids like that's that's their daddy. Like we know that he basically confirmed it when he hauled off and knocked the shot at Sir Kristen Cole. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, how what what do motherfuckers want to do about this? And Rainier is basically starting to feel the pressure of everyone knowing she's full of shit sometimes. Uh, and and mostly once again, Allison is actively poisoning everybody against her. I just want to point that out. Allison is the reason everyone feels like this. Even Aegon,
1: bro. Like, she he was like, bro, I don't have no beef with my sister, fam. Like, Yeah,
0: bro. Like, I like what you want me to do, murder her or some shit like, like that? Also, Aegon, freak bull. Uh, out the window, Toji? Out Put the window. Yeah. <laughs> you think he was out you think you think he was standing on the windowsill windowsill being like firing that, niggas, firing that niggas? Uh-huh. Firing that niggas, firing that niggas outside. He's <laughs> like homeland, I could do anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Ain't that the same with the uh, Tolman took a leap out of? All
0: right, man. All right. You know what? You're not wrong. <laughs> the house, the house. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the story. Oh, um wow. meanwhile, while Rainier's feeling all this pressure, um Damon and Lena are living out of Pentos being, you know, having their favorite curried by kings and lords and all types of people and shit. Um, more war has broken out in the in the Stepstones because uh, Viserys got his victory and pro- promptly decided not to do a damn thing for after it. Um, during the same King's Council meeting, Rainier makes a very public plea to Allison and, you know, pulled on her heartstrings a little bit to say, you know, we were friends once and we're technically family now. How about this? I will wed my eldest son to your eldest daughter. Right. Which is a fair thing. Which is a fair. But also Rainier feels the pressure of everyone knowing her kids are not lanores. <laughs> exactly. Also, you shouldn't have married a black man if you wanted to get away with this shit. If he was white, they would have she no- would have been smooth. If she they were white, if, yeah. if 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 he was white, she would go. no one would be able to prove shit. But because she married a black man, everyone obviously knows she's full of shit. I can't Um, wait to
1: see Corla's reaction when he sees these white children. Like, what the fuck?
0: He probably sees them already. Uh, But yeah. uh, Rainier basically asked for the marriage proposal and Allison never publicly says it, but her body language and what she says to Viserys after is basically, fuck out of here. Um, Which she would... How could I say this about Alison? Allison just seems to be just a general, just just went full dickhead for the smallest thing.
1: And I, I don't get it, fam. I don't get it.
0: I I don't. I know how grapes are legit, bro. So like, I see like like her father's warning being like being like echoing to her or some shit like that, right? But Rhaenyra has never ever shown you any type of hostility, bro. You've always been the one to never get the smoke. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't understand why all of a sudden you were like, my survival depends on murdering her. No, motherfucker. Like, even your dad gave you a way out. Unless, like, you either cleave to Rhaenyra, like you usually do, or die. Okay, then let me just cleave cleave to my already best friend. Like, what the... What's the math to this, my nigga? And Even if she wants to
1: spend it like she's trying to protect her children, which I don't think is the case, She Rhaenyra... If Rhaenyra would have married her son... Her kids would have. Akon would have been
0: safe, bro. Because family just she wouldn't have killed them. Because even even with all that, bro, you could she she could have just went back to right near and be like, "Listen, I know you didn't tell me everything about Damon, right? But like, I know you told you kind of told the truth. I'm so I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give you this chance to like basically like just right. don't don't fuck with me again, basically right. type shit. And it could have just been that. It could have just been that. Like and just that just would have be, been it. Yeah, that would have been it, right? Uh but speaking of you know with the wrong motherfucker. let's go to Damon and Lena um Damon Lena basically pulls walks up to Damon and by the way Lena is nine months pregnant like super pregnant like yeah. any day now pregnant um and she walks with Elena and he's ba- he basically says like listen man when I met you you had like a spark in your life but now you just you just said you you moved to pentos because you ain't want to deal with your punk ass family and yet here you are reading up about your punk ass family all fucking day. Um, I understand that I'm not the one you wanted originally, uh, but God damn it, you are here and you have children now. You know what yeah, I'm saying?
1: Nigga. Contribute to this family,
0: nigga. Uh, <laughs> um, but Lena basically like, tells him, like, I want my kids to grow up where I grew up. I want a very key phrase in this episode. I want to die a dragon rider's death. Lena's dragon is Vagar, who is currently the oldest dragon in existence. And I think biggest dragon in existence too. Um, Lena obviously super pregnant starts to give birth. (laughs) Um, During the during the the birthing process, it is obviously it's not going to go well. He's Damon is now basically in the same exact position Viserys was in in episode one, right? Um, And ironically, the man who ushered the phrase "the the heir for a day" was about to do the exact same shit Viserys did. And kill his wife and child. Uh, Lena, having the greatest situ- situational awareness of anyone in this entire fucking show. Maybe not
1: mad in awareness.
0: <laughs> bro, gets up off her birthing bed, just like Rhaenyra, walks her ass outside to Vagar and orders him to drakkar her ass. Because she rather go out like a G than having punk-ass Damon murder her. Bro, the
1: hesitation from the dragon,
0: though. Dog. Yo, he was so sad, my nigga. Like, he was so, he was like, you could see his heartbreaking as she was, cause like, at first, like, she, like, the first time she said it, it sounded cool. Like, she had like a little oomph to her, you feel me? She still had her strength. But by the time she had to like that six, that, that pleading shit, that, like, that six, that six ass, Jakaris, Jakaris, like, she was tired. And Vegar was like, bro, I'm not, please no. Like, do I really have to do this? But, she got her wish granted. Vagar incinerates her to give the the dragon rider's death she requested. Um, I just yeah, I just gotta say, Layla went out like a fucking G. I, I feel she had to go.
1: She was such an interesting character from, from, the, from the one episode she was really in. You know. Yeah,
0: but like I will. I mean, I will say like, she dies in the books too. Um, in the books, though, it says she died on the birthing bed, basically, and I think this was a much cooler way. And much better way to send her off, mm-hmm. to give her the proper respect and like. Basically, she died with her agency, and I think that's the best part. Uh, unlike Queen Emma, who got that shit robbed from her in death, uh, right. and it basically showed like someone like, even at the most basic level, someone who wouldn't take Damon's shit, who would not let Damon determine their fucking fate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is now three women in this show who have done the same exact thing: Rhaenyra, Masaria, and Lena. Um, but after this, Rhaenyra left King's Landing. Um, and she was basically said, fuck this shit. And this is after um, Sir Harwin gets murdered. Because um, Larys, the King's official torturer, is also the motherfucker who was in the garden whispering to Alicent and shit, telling her about Rhaenyra fucking, um, allegedly fucking Damon. Because um, Alicent basically told this motherfucker she wanted the Hand of the King gone. On. Um, and that happened to be his father, and you know someone who he had special access to. So he burned down the crib with both his brother and his father in it, Um
1: which is crazy.
0: And after getting this news, Rhaenyra decides, "Fuck it, I'm done. We're going to Dragonstone." <laughs> told Lanar to pack his shit up. Pack yo. Told I'm him to pa- his boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, told Lander to pack everything, including his side dick up, uh, and man, all the go. kids, and went to Dragonstone. I respect it. I'm gonna be completely real with you. I respect it. Also, they said there's no more time skips after this, so we're in the shit now. Yeah. then, uh, how would you feel about this episode?
1: This episode was really good, really interesting. The whole Allison thing, I still don't get. You know, I've seen a lot of people saying though, also part of her beef with Renera might be a little jealousy that you know Renera just to get to do what she wants, essentially for the most part.
0: I I honestly think it's basically like that. That love that turned to hate. Like she's yeah. not. She's not really mad at Rainier for lying to her. She's basically mad it's not her. Like, right. um, but also let's be let's be very clear about this, right? Let's be very clear about this. Do y'all really think Sir Christian Cole got a taste of some pussy and just and just hit it once? Only I mean, that was his only that was his only sin besides you know bullying children. Like, do y'all think he's not fucking Allison? Like, come on, man. Ah.
1: Uh...
0: Like, make more
1: sense.
0: Like Allison's basically his reason to live now, because she stopped him from committing suicide in the last in the last episode. Like,
1: but also, like, then at that point, it's like, bro, why not you just be?
0: Why couldn't didn't you just be Ramirez? Ho? Yeah, so that that would be crazy to me, right? Because that, if that is true, but also, like, I guess Allison maybe just maybe she told him or some shit. Like, I don't, I, I, like, she maybe she told him she can't get can't get pregnant, but that would obviously be a lie, mm-hmm. um, or something like that, or maybe she's. Keeps drinking the abortion tea. I don't know. Yep. Uh, or basically the Plan B tea. Um, but I don't I don't know what's going on with Sir Chris Nicole. Maybe this man is just living off spite like Darth Maul. Um, but the show is getting good and somehow better than it already was. Yeah. Um, now that we got the time skip and everything and the trailer of last episode basically showed Damon and Rhaenyra no and God. the kids as one big happy family. That's awesome. um, He's the father it, stepped up. Yeah, oh come on, dog. Come mm-hmm. on, dog. Mm-hmm. Um, but it'll be crazy to see, like, to th- if because here's the thing about Damian Rainier, right? Lenor himself is already light, right? Like he's 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 a biracial. Um uh, <laughs> like he's he's already like on the lighter side. So like remember how we were talking about um Jeff Johns being racist against Reggie Jean Page and not letting yeah. him be Superman's dad and how it's plausible. For someone like Reg- someone Reggie Jean's page, page's complexion to have a white descendant either yeah. right after him or right a- or the generation after that, um, it is entirely plausible. R- Lady Wars kids could just come out pale, like right. the uh, basically like Rhaenyra and Harwin's kids, right? But like as long as they have the hair, they can't really denounce yeah. the shit. Yeah. yeah. So basically, if Rhaenyra fucks Damon and kids come out of it and they come out with the right color hair. No one's going to be the wiser.
1: Yeah, no one's had a bad eye,
0: except maybe Laner.
1: Is that exactly? But also in the in the books, the um, Lanor's mom, which is uh, I guess Bernice. Bernice, she has brown hair, right? Black hair.
0: Yeah, she has black hair. That's what so, they changed for the show.
1: Yeah, so that would have made even more like ambiguous, like what's going on, like.
0: Yeah, um, I, I'm guessing they changed that purely for this plot point, which yeah, they smart, to drive it smart, yeah. um. But like, yeah, like if so if Damien Rainier end up fucking next episode, then
1: oh my gosh.
0: We we, we can you prove it?
1: How many sick Negro uh <laughs> but videos are gonna be dropped in the timeline.
0: The limit does not exist. Exactly. Um but I guess let's talk about something as I don't know, less incesty. Um let's get into Black Panther on the Marvel yeah. side of things. Um, we have a couple updates regarding Black Panther. So, the latest runtime of Black Panther Wakanda Forever is currently showing, according to Regal Cinemas, two hours and 41 minutes. God damn, you, hey, at least you said it. Uh, <laughs> once again, this is from someone who is a fan of the Snyder Cut and watches the Batman at least on a semi regular basis. Emphasis on semi, um, two hours and 40 minutes for. The first movie, which was maybe two hours and fifteen or something like that, like, yeah. but the original Black Panther was not very long, right?
1: I mean, it I, it was long to me. I think anything two hours is long, but I feel like it flowed really well. I feel like the pace in that movie is very good, you know?
0: Okay, give me. I want to find the runtime because I don't want to like be like, oh, the original didn't feel like long. It was like all five minutes shorter. You know yeah, what I'm
1: saying? Like type shit, yeah, type
0: shit. Because here, because X tries to be reasonable.
1: Nah, yeah, that's what we do.
0: Um,
1: but no, I th- I really feel like the movie, yeah, it was two hours and 14 minutes, yeah, 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 it, it, but it flowed well. I feel like it, um, it had great pacing, yeah. The action scenes are paced out pretty well, you know, it's paced out, and the story yeah. time was good, so
0: um, but yeah, um, Black Panther 2 is currently clocking at two hours and 41 minutes. I think that's probably like at least 15 minutes too long, even on the generous side, um, but more importantly. A leaked Funko Pop because we are back to the age of Lego leaks and Funko Leaks, Playboy. Um, a leaked Funko Pop gave us our first look at Shuri as Black Panther. fan. I put it in the agenda. Um, if y'all want to see this picture, you simply have to go to at Funko Pop Hunters on Twitter and just scroll their media. How Marvel not shut them down? I don't know, but I already copied this picture and therefore it exists in this document and these motherfuckers can't tell me differently. Uh, <laughs> can't stop, won't stop. But then, how do you feel about like Shuri's look as Black Panther? Eh,
1: it's cool. It's cool. Um, I kind of guess it will go with Shuri, but like, no, it's fine. I think it, it, looks, it looks fine to
0: me. I think like, because th- the dots on there's, the color, how I don't know how to like describe this to y'all. Uh, hopefully you're looking at this at the same time I am. I will stop for five seconds to give y'all a moment to pause and find that. Then hit hey, resume. Mm-hmm. Do 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 do. Okay. All right. So as y'all have to see the dots on Sherry's faces are basically the same dots that were on her face during the final battle of Black Panther. Um mm-hmm. I think that's cool, but like I feel like that's just doing too much with this suit um mostly because the suit is already black silver and gold which is already a lot of colors for a black panther suit that we've seen so far um uh, and the dots just do too much like i think it would be like a really i think it would be like a really great suit if they took the dots off the face um but also Shuri's not really supposed to be black panther until the end of this movie so yeah that might be a spoiler but Hey, you heard it first. Um, But also, one last thing about Black Panther. Kevin Feige had an interview recently, in Empire, well, more like a tidbit in Empire magazine because they were recently on the cover. Um, And he opened up about the decision not to recast T'Challa. And he basically said, and I quote, "And this is not a joke. It just felt like it was much too soon." That's fair. That is that is horribly fair. But, but. If you felt that way about you know recasting the character, surely, surely you could have had the a modicum of self awareness to also feel that way about continuing the fucking franchise around the character that died in real life.
1: Yeah, I get that too. Like you know, but uh, I don't know, man. I still I feel like they're eventually they're gonna have to once again they're gonna have to recast each other. So but yeah. I'm also, I'm not mad them saying you know what, it's
0: a little soon. Yeah, like. I think it's a little soon too, but also it should have been a little bit soon for this movie. But yeah. Trying to be I'm not trying to rehash the same money. shit. That's uh, right. but yeah, Black Panther two coming out in November. Um uh, with be 30 extra minutes. And hopefully when they add the DLC, this shit is still under three hours. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> let's get to let's get, get to code. let's get to the, the the quickly decided main event of the week. Obviously, Ryan Reynolds dropped a bomb at three thirty on a fucking Tuesday. Um, that Hugh Jackman is returning as Wolverine in Deadpool 3. Um Ryan, Ryan, Van, how do you feel about this? Why
1: are we doing this, man? And I love Hugh Jackman. I love him as Wolverine. I think it's one of the best comic book castings ever, bro, you know. But like why are we doing this, man? Like I they're banking too much on the nostalgia of everything.
0: I so first of all, this does Prove for sure that um, Marvel really can't use the X Men characters, or at least the X Men characters, until 2025, um, because Deadpool doesn't come, or at least the X Men characters with new actors, until 2025, uh, because this Deadpool movie drops late 2024.
1: Okay, and
0: there has now shout out to Daniel RPK who, have now, who has now tweeted that Hugh Jackman might be a lock for Secret Wars too. Um, which, also. which you guessed it comes out in at least right now, 2025, 2026. Oh, uh, so uh, we're getting a bunch of X-Men nostalgia until it's time to actually that make these feel, movies. Bro.
1: Especially this is, it's funny. This drops as you're midway through your X-Men
0: rewatch. I'm I, not... yo, the funniest fucking irony, isn't yeah, it? I know. I know. Perfect timing. Um. I'll agree with you what you said first. Hugh Jackman is, would it be crazy to say at least top three castings of comic book characters ever? Like him, Robert Downey. Here's the thing. I put him above Robert Downey and that's not like no disrespect. Oh, I, I think, I think Robert Downey perfectly embodied Iron Man. Right. But like Hugh Jackman, Stan Lee himself came out and basically said, besides being an entire foot taller than the character in the comics, Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. I will say, though, on the contrary, he said Robert Downey is Tony Stark. Fair, fair. But listen, how can I say this? Is there a more Iron Man scene, right, than there is more of a Wolverine scene than the scene in X-Men Origins when Hugh Jackman got his ass up out the tank? After getting adamantium and his skeleton. Oh
1: yeah, the weapon X scene is fucking fire! Like there is,
0: there is, there that, that movie is that shit is fire. Listen, as, as someone who is currently watching that movie, still Boof. Oh, uh, but like, <laughs> listen, dog. That there's not a more Wolverine scene than anything else. That's that's a such a, a, a integral, iconic comic book scene that you can get. You can give me a lot of moments from a lot of Batman movies, and I will struggle to put that against uh, like higher than that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like that's such a very, very Wolverine things like the guttural yell, the yelling, the claws, the muscles, the, the the water, the getting shot in the head and shrugging that shit off immediately after. Like mm-hmm. everything you want in a Wolverine is in that scene. There's not a lot of other comic book actors, period, that that cr- that cross those T's and dot those eyes like Hugh Jackman does for Wolverine.
1: And it has to be you know something said about the longevity. He's been playing the character for like 20 years. So he like- yo,
0: he started in the year 2000 and ended in the year well. Never mind about that ending, but, but we thought he ended <laughs> in 2017. That's,
1: I'm saying. That's almost 20 years. Yeah. So.
0: And the crazy part about Hugh Jackson Wolverine is this is a character who got a perfect organic send off. Yep. Like he, he's he said his goodbye to the character. Right. And not only did he say his goodbye, he even went a step further. They made a clear and concerted effort to name an heir for these movies Daph keen who played laura kenny x-23 and logan right they went they made a lot of fucking effort to put that little girl over and by the way it's been five years that little girl ain't little no more she's damn near an adult she can play x-23 as we currently know her in the comics right oh, yeah Um, uh, but that, that they put her over and even they were gonna give her own spinoff before the merger happened right mm-hmm. Uh, and shit bro i I don't mean to turn our own horn beep beep, but we literally predicted this shit about two or three weeks ago.
1: And I told you they were gonna do it. You didn't want to believe it. I and I am
0: still in denial. All right. They're gonna do it, bro. But like I listen, I listen, we predicted this shit like two or three weeks ago that they mm-hmm. were gonna just bring back Hugh Jackman instead of ever giving Dafne another chance. Unless yeah. like, it was right. Um, but this is a character who got a perfect organic send-off, named his successor, and yet five years later, here the fuck we are. Um we're bringing Hugh Jackman back so Ryan Reynolds can get more of his shitty jokes off for three hours.
1: Bro, he's like he's he's a fraud. He's a fugazi. Yo, all he does is just get other people to cover how bad he is.
0: I, bro, I don't I don't
1: Reynolds hasn't ne- has ca- ne- carried. know He's never carried anything, bro
0: The only good Ryan Reynolds movie I've ever seen is The Proposal with Sandra Bullock, and that's that should also, be his
1: bag, though, and that's also Sandra Bullock.
0: You know? Yeah, that's Sandra Bullock. And then you know who else is in that movie? Betty White, like Carrie, carry Job, carry Job, like Ryan, yo, like, and like even let's take X's personal feelings out of this, right? Let's take away everything I feel about Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool, the Deadpool movies, right? Objectively speaking, Van, you are way nicer about everything than me. Mm-hmm. Was mm-hmm. Deadpool too good? No, and I'm a cable fan. Was,
1: I, I didn't
0: think that movie was good. See? So, was... Have... How do you feel about Marvel's Phase 4 as a whole, quality-wise? Not not how you... Not, if you think a character's cool, none of that shit. Quality-wise. How do you feel about Marvel Phase 4? Mm, underwhelming. Underwhelming? Okay. So, with the track records of both the Deadpool franchise and the recent MCU entries, plus, you know, the very incredible and important CGI that's going to be needed for this movie... Don't how shit. do you how do you really feel about Wolverine coming back to a Deadpool movie?
1: I mean, they might have got me on the nostalgia though. Like just seeing him as Logan again, especially if it's like Old Man Logan, which I'm guessing it's gonna be. Like,
0: so damn. speaking speaking of Old Man Logan, actually, because I think you just connected a dot for me. See, um, Ryan Reynolds previously said that Deadpool three before the merger was supposed to be a road trip movie between Deadpool and Wolverine. Um. You know what storyline that you just said suspiciously sounds like a road trip movie?
1: Uh-huh.
0: Old man Logan. Yep. I hate you.
1: And then he gets to see older versions of the, of the characters. Like characters. Like
0: Hawk, it. old Hawkeye in there who's long. I bro, I hate yeah. it here. I swear to yo, I'm not bullshitting. I Van hate Stradamus. it. Here.
1: Van Shadamis.
0: Van I yo, I oh my god.
1: I'm telling you, man. I, I see I seen it. I seen it all. I seen it coming, man. All right.
0: I told All right. you. I told you listen, unless you've been a real one from day one like Van about Logan, right? I really don't want to see no goddamn tweets calling Logan trash today. And Scott, hey, I'm hey, talking to you. All right, hey. man. I just want to make this very clear. All right, I ain't never ever seen you tweet no slander about Logan before today. All right, time man.
1: Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. I'm gonna I'm shoot Scott some bell. All right, Logan can be great and also overrated. I don't have an issue with that. You know what I mean? But trash though, G? Come on. Man.
0: I don't think Logan was Logan was trash. Overrated, okay? But it was still good Very Shout out to Scott though Listen, just to be clear Love Scott, love Scott That's, that's what i say. We might say fuck each other Live on our own podcast But that's my man's thought.
1: Yo, me and Scott are going to A
0: Jets Bears game in November, fam <laughs> I'm ready to completely slap box with him man. I need you to face, let me FaceTime in just like Just so I can laugh at this biggest tears in the Bears yeah. oh, oh, yeah, man, I got you Shout out to Scott Shout out to Flo Shout out to everybody at the barbershop um, But goddamn, I Wolverine is back I got my wish, because I, listen... You want uh, but at what cost, though? <laughs> at what cost, dog? Uh, hopefully this movie is good, because, yeah, we'll you know, I'm going to have to watch it for this podcast, and let's be honest, it's Hugh Jackman Wolverine. I'm not I'm not proud enough to say I'm not going to watch this movie. Uh, but I really hope, I really, really, surely hope that we find a way to bring X-23 into these fucking movies again eventually. Because uh, I think that'd just be really cool for the new generation of kids to see.
1: That's I think all. I can
0: see it happening. Uh, and also, like, someone... Uh, I saw someone say, basically, like, um, like well, X-23 wouldn't move the needle like Hugh Jackman's Wolverine would. Um, and I gotta say... I gotta say this. This is my only point about female superheroes, or women superheroes, rather, in the MCU. There has been one definitive push for a woman superhero in the MCU. One. Her name is Carol Danvers, played by Brie Larson, plays Captain Marvel, and it made a billion dollars. True, true. It's the most. Listen, and tell me if I'm wrong. It's the most forgettable billion dollar movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> right?
1: That's like true. That- it was really riding that whole Infinity War endgame away, bro.
0: Bro, like it's the it's the most harmless ass, no stakes having ass. Like, no- I I feel nothing towards that Captain Marvel movie. Right? But the one time. Kevin Feige put the full weight of Disney behind some shit. It worked, at least financially.
1: Which you know which, which is the more forgettable billion dollar movie? Avatar or
0: Captain Marvel? Captain Marvel. Because at least I can tell you some shit I really hated about Avatar with the with the tail sex. <laughs> don't know what I liked or hated about Captain I, Marvel. I I cannot tell you a single thing I truly hated about Captain Marvel.
1: That's a, man, I gotta rewatch it. I haven't seen that man long.
0: Don't don't. I'm trying to you, you, van, we just clearly said don't I do know, this to the people. I know,
1: I know. <laughs> I <laughs> but like, you know, what they could do in the MCU. They could ha- still have
0: Wolverine in X twenty three.
1: Like Dog,
0: that's that's. That, I f- I hope like
1: was that like X Force or some shit like that.
0: Yeah. So like, like they, I will say in the trailer, it did show that like Deadpool in the X Force suit. Um, I thought that was just because like that was the last suit who was wearing a Deadpool too. But like, it's very well possible we can get an Uncanny X Force movie. I think that would be really cool. Um, I hope we get anything resembling a comic accurate. Costume, I
1: um, think he does the uh, blue and yellow. Finally,
0: nah. Because uh, great- obviously, I w- it's going to be
1: Wolverine from a different universe than the movies.
0: So like, if oh, actually, I just thought of something. If if they go the same way what they did Professor X, which is basically that's the Professor X from the X Men animated series. Um, they could very well this Hugh Jackman Wolverine, Wolverine could very yeah. yep. This could very well be that. And they could just basically be in his yellow and blue fit. But also, I've noticed a generational disconnect with Wolverine between people because everyone has their own favorite suit for Wolverine, and it's never the same one.
1: What's your favorite?
0: Uh the X-Force joint. Honestly, like that's that's my favorite. But the one I grew up with, like the one I, I think of when I think of Wolverine in my head, is the yellow and blue joint. But I think mm-hmm. of like the 2003 like astonishing x-men joint i don't think of the one with like
1: yeah like the the big
0: ass red belt or something like that like the x-men evolution kind of suit it almost Mm -hmm. looks similar to that not not, yeah just like that just like just the inverted just different colors like it it basically looks like that um but like i don't think of like his x-men the animated series joint. i don't think of his of his uh like that yellow and brown joint he got too like i don't think of that i think of the the yellow and blue joint so yeah, if he got one, I hope it's the yellow and blue joint. But I will obviously settle for an Uncanny X Force fit, because y'all will never hear the fucking end of me.
1: Oh yeah, signing an X Men suit was hard. I totally Yo, forgot about that.
0: Yeah, yeah, like that's the the two, like that's the joint everyone thinks of now, because that's what the kids grew up on. Like all the cartoons and shit for this generation, like for Wolverine, like the Wolverine X Men cartoon, that's what he was wearing. Right, right, right. For um, like Marvel superhero shows, like that shit that aired like that uh, from way back when, that was what he was wearing. You know what I'm saying? For um Avengers, Earth Mightiest as Heroes, when they did that crossover episode, that's what Wolverine was wearing, the yellow and blue joint. Like that's that's his suit to us, to like the millennial generation. You know what I'm saying?
1: I like when the X-Men match. I hate when they wear like just their own shit.
0: Don't doesn't it look dumb? Yeah. Doesn't it look fucking stupid? Like, can't
1: y'all? Do, match, yeah. Can y'all agree on three colors? Like, <laughs> when they coordinate, it looks so much tougher. Uh,
0: it looks like they, they get they be getting the fits off. Like, if they get if they if everyone's coordinated, I'm liable to not slander Cyclops, bro. Like,
1: Cyclops is a fit legend. If everybody
0: matching, yo, yo, because <laughs> hey, off. yo, because <laughs> the pocket fit don't hit unless everybody else in the same exactly.
1: fit. He's a system uh dripper. <laughs> a System dripper. <laughs>
0: That's the name of the episode. Fuck yeah. that. That's the episode, of System Dripper. Yep. Yep. Uh you ready to get into the soapbox this week?
1: Yo, man, soapbox this week is yo, join X on his journey of these expert movies. Because I have been quietly keeping up with him as he's
0: been watching these movies. <laughs> I haven't been saying anything. I have been in the bushes,
1: <laughs> but I too have been watching these movies. And... Yo, man, some pick up. your first class is overrated. It's a good movie, but it's overrated.
0: You said it. You 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 spoke the truth. Yeah. Um, it's but cool. listen, but listen, man. The coolest thing about first class, Magneto the Nazi hunter. Like yeah. that should you remember that that origins movie for Magneto that was rumored like when we were kids or some shit, like like right after Wolverine dropped?
1: Yeah.
0: I'm starting to think this was the script for that shit. I had to be. Because there is no way you could tell me or make a nigga motherfucker who was hunting Nazis in the beginning of the movie into a villain by the end of it. Fuck that. And not only really hunting them, nigga, he, he tracked them down to Argentina, King the, shit. The, the Nazi, the, the the Nazi refugee camp. Like, King come shit. on, man. Yeah, he was out here murdering Messi's fucking ancestors, man. Come on, man. Salute so <laughs> this man.
1: What's a guy? want to let you niggas know also that uh the greatest uh Wolverine Magneto storyline is when <laughs> Magneto sends Wolverine to go kill a Nazi for him.
0: Yo, which ironically is un- in Uncanny X-Force. Yep, exactly. For go check sure. that out if you got a chance. But um, um, yeah,
1: that's
0: all I got. You got anything else? Um, no, man. Uh, Actually, I'm going to tell you go Go tap into your X-Men books, your stories, your movies, whatnot. I'm feeling very nostalgic. I'm halfway through this shit. I'm in first class now. Um, uh, I just got to say, the shorter you play Emma Frost, though... She tricked y'all, man. I, yes. I remember when the movie came out and a lot of white people were horny. I'll, I hope y'all look inward. I hope. I hope. The thing y'all need to ask yourself Look inward. Whenever, whatever something like this comes up, does this honor God? Does this honor Allah? And if that <laughs> the answer is no,
1: what Kanye said, where's God in this conversation? That's hilarious.
0: <laughs> Stop texting me and go talk to God. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Banks to me that at least once a week, man. Shout out to, Shout out to Banks. Shout out to Banks as well. Uh, let's get to, let's pay some bills. Let's get out of here for the week. All right. Obviously, the TYN show live from Times Towers, the official Young Justice rewatch podcast from myself, Dan, and LJ, aka Jamal. It's running on full Sundays. We just recorded an episode for y'all this week. It will be out next week. We hope y'all love it. Um, We haven't made a decision about the Drunken Rewatch yet, but. I got plans this weekend, so we're definitely not doing a live watch on Sunday. <laughs> so we will see y'all Wednesday, see it's Wednesday. at 6.30 Central Time. Uh, um, yeah. But while you got a moment, go check out The Lookout. And mostly because the Jutsu Kaisen Zero came out of Crunchyroll, and you know our homies Mill and Jeff will be talking about that shit. Absolutely. Also, shout out to Subsly like Does Lie. Shout out to the A-Show Network. Shout out to the World Report. Shout out to the Rise Room. Shout out, shout out to the BLT Podcast. Shout out to the black brand, shout out to Ugly oh, Radio and Rob. Shout out to everybody, man. Shout out to everybody in RNC doing the damn thing. Uh, shout out to all of our patrons, patreon.com, backslash the black brand RNC. Um, we have more content coming on the way for y'all. Anything you need to leave for the people before we get out of here, Van?
1: Um, shout out to Cyclops, man. <laughs> they still they still chose Steve Rogers over you.
0: <laughs> I just want to give a special special shout out to Olivia Wild for Giving a disaster class of white women mediocre for everybody to see. Shout out to everybody. We'll see y'all next week. We out. Peace. <laughs>